Welcome to another edition of Global Lithium Q&A, where I answer your questions on the lithium industry, and from time to time, we bring on special guests to deal with issues of the day. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Global Lithium Q&A. This is episode six. Today, the main question is, what impact yesterday's election in Argentina may have on the lithium industry. I have three guests. All three live in Argentina. Two are Argentinians. The third is my Global Lithium podcast co-host, Emily Hirsch, who has lived in Argentina for many years. Uh, So let's um, get started first with the perspective of probably one of my favorite Global Lithium podcast guests, Ignacio Solorio, who was on an episode with his father. Uh, The family Solorio have a long history working in the mining industry in Argentina. They're both attorneys. Ignacio has worked with many, many companies trying to develop lithium projects across the provinces involved. He has a unique perspective I was able to catch up with him. Uh, he's in Melbourne as, as we speak here, but he was kind enough uh, to record a clip uh, with his uh, first pass thoughts on the results of the election. So without further ado, I'll bring you Ignacio, a.k.a. Nacho, a.k.a. the best hair in the lithium world, followed by David Guerrero, who is known as the last samurai of brine. He was an early podcast guest. He's actually been on the Global Lithium podcast a couple of times. And then after David, we will end this short podcast with some comments from Emily Hirsch. But uh, I will be back interspersing my comments in between. So with that, let's hear from Ignacio. Hi, so uh, considering the recent election, which uh, I think it didn't come to a surprise, the results to to almost anyone after the primaries uh, months ago, uh, I think that uh, the impact of uh, Mr. Fernandez's election has to be interpreted in in several spheres that are not uh, all correlated equally. For example, as general macroeconomics, obviously Argentina is going to have moments of uncertainty and certain challenges until the economic policy of the new government is set. Uh, it's kind of clear who are the individuals that uh, he's facing as their economic trust advisors, and they have certain challenges at front, especially regarding debt uh, and YMF agreements. Uh, in the local ground, obviously, as a Peronist party, they will try to maintain certain levels of uh, of spending that uh, may be difficult to address considering the general macroeconomic situation of the country, but certainly will be their aim. Uh, so it's important that the general view of economics in Argentina may be uncertain for a while until it set up these, uh, these important issues. But I think that if you focus on mining particularly, on the contrary, it's one of the sectors that Mr. Fernandez has been clear that he wants to support and they see as key for uh, what 
has always been his idea that to strengthen the industrial and export sector capacity of the country. Uh, and also you can see from meetings that he have held and based much of his base support comes from uh, governors of provinces which has a strong interest in the development of mining. So uh, you can see that it has to be seen which level of uh, regulatory and financial so, uh, and economic support can be done on, on benefits for the industry, but certainly will have a strong political support and uh, that might materialize in the uh, compliance with the current promotion regimes for mining and almost uh, other kind of benefits that probably might come up in the future for the industry. Uh, on that fog, we finally arrived to, to lithium, which itself is, I think that uh, the government will see it as part of uh, the mining uh, industry itself. It has been labeled as that, regardless of the particularities of the lithium industry, as you know. Uh, and in such, it will be a strong support on regards to development uh, as is a basis for direct investment, both in uh, Catamarca, Salta and Jujuy. Uh, if there are going to be specific regulations connected to lithium, I think that in the end will probably go materialize around uh, the mining, mining officials environment. I don't see it as that they're going to, uh, or they have plans to uh, take away of their current uh, location, to put it in some in some ways, uh, regarding the, the regulatory scheme that uh, the regulatory uh, authorities that apply to lithium. I don't see any changes in the current provincial implication uh, authorities regarding permits and concessions, uh, and probably has to be seen as it has happened before which level of uh, demands and necessities connected to the development of the project might arise at province wise uh, considering the need for investment and, and the bad experience regarding the uh, development of projects when uh, the situation was not uh, investor friendly I doubt that this will be an issue uh, under the current administration. On the contrary, I think there's going to be quite a push to get things uh, done and investment done to show uh, to investors worldwide that Argentina is still attracting investment. Uh, all these are naturally are speculations. Uh, the president, the election was just a couple of days ago. Uh, really, we have to see what the cabinet members are appointed and what you know other indications the government says. I don't think mining will be a top priority at this moment because there are more serious uh, issues in in you know in the agenda. Uh, and also, Mr. Fernandez has already indicated to the media that he's expected to be announcing his cabinet closer to when he takes powers in December 10 than, than now. He, he really wants to see uh, how the transition period is uh, organized from an economic perspective and not so much giving hints of how his policy will be before uh, on other matters before December 10. Thanks to Ignacio for his comments. And as we move on to David's comments, I think you're going to hear a common element that uh, probably Argentina can handle the vacillation between uh, left, left wing politics, right wing politics, back to left wing, back to right wing. That's been happening uh, 
since I've been going to Argentina in 1993, when Carlos Menem was president, when Livent uh, slash FMC was building the plant in Ombre Muerto in the 90s, there was a very supportive government and the plant got built. When Oracobre was building their plant in Hohui, uh, just a few years ago during the Kirshner years, it was much more obstructionist, but in the end, the plant got built. And I think really what you're hearing uh, from both of the voices that uh, are, are longtime hands around the lithium industry in Argentina is that uh, Argentina will adapt and um, probably, you know, it, it may be a little bit more difficult the next few years to, to get things done. But for Mr. Fernandez, the, the incoming president has said all the right things with respect to mining, uh, much, much more positive uh, than, you know, what we expected during the Christina Kirshner years. So uh, those are kind of my quick comments as an outsider, uh, but somebody who has been involved in the lithium industry in Argentina since the early 90s. And with that, I will leave you to David's comments. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me in your podcast today and sharing one more opinion from the other Argentina. The one that happens outside the big cities like uh, Buenos Aires and um, deeper in the country geography. Uh, please let me start to approach these from a number of angles. And I'll start with the political one. Um, President-elect Alberto Fernandez won roughly with 6 to 7% difference and left the current president as the opposition leader. With this result, Congress forces are somehow balanced, avoiding the possibility of fast-tracking certain initiatives um, initiated in the executive power. Elections were a passionate confrontation, but happened as a peaceful event. This is to highlight when there's enough samples of social unrest in the region these days. Um, from a market's point of view, um, the markets discounted these results, anticipating it after the primary elections. Sovereign risk indexes today are just a sample of that reality. The economy, um, I believe you will have to expect currency controls to remain in place. You will also see inflation and devaluation, and this is going to be short to midterm. Mining, finally, um, President-elect uh, Fernandez shared in a few occasions, this as part of his campaign, his conviction that mining is key for the country's development. Uh, rumors say that he will appoint current San Juan province mining minister as potentially the new mining authority. On the lithium side of things, on the other hand, we can see at least three companies, uh, predominantly with Asian participation, that continue their plans and their path of development. I personally don't see any type of disruption on those plans. Finally, uh, as a conclusion, I could share with you that Argentina as a country and as Argentines are used to some extent to navigate turbulent waters. So I keep my optimism and think that at the end, it's a matter of finding 
the right storm pilots. Best of luck for you and for everyone listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks to David for sending in his comments. Uh, and as we transition to the comments of Emily Hirsch, you know, we get into a little bit more of a detailed on potential economic impacts. Uh, so I will leave you with Emily's comments and also will say that uh, as we continue to record the full-length Global Lithium podcast episodes, Emily and I will continue to talk about uh, what's going on in Argentina and uh, the impacts of the election. Hi, Joe. This is Emily Hirsch coming at you from Buenos Aires, Argentina on the afternoon of Monday, October 28th. Today is one day after Argentina's presidential election. Um, and late last night, I was a little bit dismayed, but not surprised to learn that the next president of Argentina will not be Mauricio Macri, the current president, but it will instead be a man by the name of Alberto Fernandez with former president Cristina Kirchner acting as vice president. Um, the Alberto Fernandez Cristina ticket um, it uh, gained or it earned 48.1% versus 40.4% against Macri, which means there will be no runoff. So this is a final tally. Um, <clears throat> the economy that newly elected President Fernandez will take over on December 10th when he's sworn in uh, faces uh, a shrinking GDP inflation that's well over 50% and international dollar denominated debt that's somewhere between 80 and 95% plus of GDP. Um, despite currency controls that President Macri and his team have already put in place, economists predict that reserves will be as low as $10 billion um, by the end of the year. So today was a pretty uh, dramatic day with the new currency controls being announced that uh, individual people can no longer access or exchange more than $200 worth of pesos a day for foreign currency. Um, businesses cannot buy any foreign currency except as needed to import or to pay international debts, which means there are no uh, legal ways or there are no ways for the for companies operating in Argentina to access dollars to repatriate gains. Um, and the gap between the official exchange rate um, and the unofficial exchange rate is now uh, 16 or 17 pesos. So if you buy foreign currency on the official market, you have 64 pesos to the dollar. On the bond market, it's 81 pesos to the dollar. This affects lithium companies operating in Argentina who need to be able to import, export, and repatriate gains to shareholders. So it's been a disappointing day. Uh, I hope to have some better news next time we talk. But uh, for now, things look a bit grim. Uh, this is Emily Hirsch signing off. And there you have it. Three voices uh, with a kind of a common element running through. Uh, it seems there'll be some short-term pain and adjustment in Argentina, but the country is not unfamiliar with this territory. Uh, I would love to see 
the lithium industry try to unite and work together with the government to help show use lithium as a test case and show that uh, Argentina can be uh, a fine place to invest and uh, just highlight uh, money flowing in to lithium projects. Uh, yeah, that may may seem like wishful thinking, but uh, given where we are in the lithium cycle and the demand coming in the next few years, Argentina is a critical element in the long-term success of lithium in doing its part to help e-transportation and energy storage development. So I remain bullish on Argentina. Obviously, this election result has the appearance of a setback, but I think uh, it, it th- there may be silver linings. And uh, on the Global Lithium podcast, we will continue to follow this, and I will also continue to follow this, uh, probably bringing you a few more voices on the Argentina situation in the next few days. But uh, after this one, uh, hopefully uh, I'll return to answering some, you know, more global general questions on the lithium market. But uh, the last few days between the news in Chile and the news in Argentina, I've just felt that uh, this new podcast format that makes it easy to get things online quickly uh, gives me the ability to update you and bring you uh, voices other than mine that are, are direct from the countries involved. Thanks. This has been another episode of Global Lithium Q&A. For more on the lithium industry, you can follow me on Twitter, at Global Lithium, on LinkedIn, where I've published more than 100 articles on the lithium space, or at www.lithiumpodcast.com for the Global Lithium Podcast, which I co-host with Emily Hirsch, and it's also available on most major podcast outlets. Once again, thanks for listening.